it's a good like sort of like cold open kind of thing you know where we're talking first and then we do the intro yeah i quite like that idea as well it'd be good if we it'd be even better if we had a theme song because then you could have the cold open then the theme song then the intro three two one sick shall i shall i shall i shall i do the intro i mean to intro or not to intro to intro well if you're listening we're here we're here. It's it's the two smoking microphones podcast. Where's there's enthusiasm? Hello, my name my name is is uh, John Connor. Take away the John. My name's Connor. Boom. He did that, guys. He did that. And mine's Harry Potter. But take away the par. It's just Harry. Just just Harry. Um. <laughs> he was just Harry for a second as well. He was. Um. Question. Hello, welcome back. It's it's another bonus episode because well, welcome. S- season three is on the way. We have plans. We do like for like half of it. <laughs> yeah, is your it's going to come your way? Can we say September? When it's to... Yeah, I'm hoping hoping yeah. the first Tuesday of September will be the first episode. That's the plan. Yeah, and then it will probably be bi-weekly, but we'll try and record as often as we can to yeah to get season three out to you. It's not going to be the same length as the first or second season, but we're not telling you how long it's going to be yet. No, yeah, this is definitely much more of a. We're gonna we're planning a bit ahead, but we're also it's part plan, part kind of go with the flow to just kind of keep it as fresh as we like we always say. Like the thing for me about this break is it's made me really excited to now go and do series three. Oh yeah, because um, I've missed it. Yeah, I'm, li- I'm liking some of the things we've got lined up as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for some of them. Because especially, especially when we start, we were thinking about it being like, oh, we'll go in to just do casual stuff. But that can be when we haven't got anything to record. We can just be like, we're just going to, we're going to go on tangerines for a bit. Yeah, exactly. But like, when we have ideas, we have ideas. So. Yeah. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Hey, if yeah, anything, hey. I was saying, if anything, we can record all of those and then we don't have to release them one after the other. We can just scatter it throughout the season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't, exactly. doesn't have to, it's not going to be chronological. It's not, unless we're addressing pieces of news, but. Yeah. Um, but uh, how's your it, well? How's your break been? I know it's not technically the first of series three, but it's been a it's while. Been, it's been fine. It feels like it's been. It feels like it's been longer than it has. Yeah, it feels like it's been a few months, and it's only been a couple of weeks. I, really, I think it has. It's been nearly a month since we recorded the last one. Yeah, but I mean, I to me, it feels like it's been two or three months. Yeah, it's just it's, we we used to try and record every week, and then technically we haven't recorded a normal episode since. What was it, beginning of June? Fucking hell, yeah. So it has been a while. It's mad, yeah, a lot's happened for us both, I feel. Uh, well, I mean, not for me, really. <laughs> oh. Well, you're still, as beautiful. Not... you're still as beautiful as ever. I've not been up to much, and I know, I know, that's not going to change. <laughs> what are we going to talk about, Harry? What we're going to talk about is God. No, we're not. Um, um, this well, is let me, our. Let me check. Let me check first. Well, technically, gods will be related in something today. Aha! I didn't think of that. Yeah, look at no, us. No, you didn't. Did you? Oh, I'm such a piece of crap. Um, no, this is the. This is what we watched in the month of July. Yes, um, July. Do you know big, what? Big month. Big bef- month. Two bef- two big months in a row because July and August have the same amount of days. The thing is, right, before every bonus episode we do, I always get mega confused because I always have to. I I swear, like nine times out of ten, I have to text you going, This is what we watched in July, right? And you're like, Yeah, that's that's, that's the whole concept. And I'm like, Yeah, I know, I just got confused. Um, (laughs) And I did, I was the same today, I just didn't text you. I turned to Maddie and I was like, 
right, by this episode, she went, remember, it's what you watched in July, not August. <laughs> and that, she don't, She's not even on this podcast. So, I was like, thanks for the reminder. She's on, she's on the podcast in spirit. Always. 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 Um, but yeah, this is this is what we kind of consumed last month, whether that be a film, a TV show, a game, a music, fuck it, even a podcast, or a drug. If you consumed any drugs, you put it here. <laughs> I don't think drugs class is media, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless they're like, they make you hallucinate, that's a kind of media. I mean, I, I guess, I guess, that's more, rea- I don't know, I was about to say it's more reality, but it's not really, is it? Um, but no, yeah, we watched, we watched films, uh, we watched one film that we both watched, and yes. we watched one series that we both watched. Well, technically yeah. we finished, well, Harry finished the series, I watched the entire thing, because I hadn't started it. Yes, correct, correct. So, without, we don't have to keep dancing over it, at the end of this podcast we're going to talk about Thor Love and Thunder and Stranger Things 4. She got a smile that will seem to me. Yeah. Um, and whatever the lyrics to Master of Puppets are. Um, <laughs> I say whatever the lyrics are I, as if I don't know them. I was going to say, yeah. I saw a, speaking of Master Faster. of Puppets, I saw a TikTok Faster. that was just like, oh, ju- judging your mu- like, judging you based on your music taste. And the first thing, like, one of the first things they said was like, Metallica, if, if you're based on your favourite band, it's like, Metallica, you, uh, what, you're just you're just like being introduced, you're, this is like your first steps into being a metalhead. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out! Have you, have you seen? I've been a metalhead since sorry, 2016. The... Thank you very much. <laughs> oh yeah, you've been a metalhead since I've met you, since I've known yeah. you. Sorry, but have you seen the clip of um, Joseph Quinn oh, went yeah, to a Metallica so. concert so. that they invited uh, yeah, him? Uh, um, so good. Him backstage. Yeah, and they gave yeah. him the signed guitar. And I was like, yeah, that's that's nice. I like that. It was well, just, they also it's just a when nice they played the, the actual show, when they played Master of Puppets, they played the clip of um, Joseph Quinn from the, Eddie playing it from the episode. Not that's cool, so like, fucking sick. That's it, so it really good. Got, even though Metallica didn't need it, it got them so much like more attention. Oh yeah, for sure. Which again reminds me of another thing I saw, which was an article from a metal, uh, like it was clickbaity, but it was like. Metallica have sold more concert tickets than Beyonce and Taylor Swift combined. It's like, yeah, they've also been around since the eighties. <laughs> yeah, and they've, they're also the biggest metal band. Like in terms of the metal genre, they sell the most tickets. Oh, for they sure. sell out shows everywhere. I tell you what, though, Beyonce, not a fan. I've, I mean, I, I used to like Beyonce when everyone else was when I was in school, and I was like, oh, I like some of her songs. They're, they're decent, but then like I can't listen to them properly. Like I'll be like, there's catchy lines. I'm not going to listen to a whole Beyonce song. Who do you take me for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like some of her songs. It's just I don't, I don't know if I'm a fan of her as a person. I feel like she's a bit. You don't know her as a person. As a oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Sorry, Beyonce. I mean, I'll introduce you to you someday, but. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now you don't know. No, I, 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 I do. I do the silly. same. See, if only I'd come with you and Harvey that day to meet Troy Baker and I could actually be mean to him, be mean about him. <laughs> the thing is, and I, I will always think about, well, yeah, because um, I'll do the story really quickly for everyone. So basically, me and our, our mutual friend Harvey, um, we went to, when <coughs> Nolan North and Troy Baker were doing Retro Replay, they did like a, a meet-up in the Cutty Sark in London, and I know Connor was at work, so mm-hmm. just us two went. And... Um, it was kind of get to know them. It was very intimate Q and A, and they announced they were doing the Last of Us playthrough and all that stuff. And we got to meet them afterwards. Um, so you know, we had a picture and met them both. Um, and I will say, both of them were really nice blokes. 
really decent. Ever since then, I feel like Troy Baker's a bit. I don't know. I, it was my problem was whenever watching Troy Baker on the retro replay, and he just constantly like not not berating, but being like, "Oh no, North, you're crap at this game." And then as soon as he gets the controller, he's like, "I have no idea what I'm doing." It's like the um, the remember the Modern Warfare one they did, they replayed Modern Warfare two, and they Nolan North got so. visibly upset by the end of the video. I don't, I don't, I probably, I probably have seen it. I just don't remember it. That was so. I don't even think Nolan North does that anymore. No, it's what is it? It's couch soup now, and it's a bunch of other people. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, no, he doesn't do that. Um, I mean, I guess it lost its appeal. I mean, for a major audience, probably lost its appeal as soon as Troy Baker left, and then it's just Nolan North, and then he's like, oh, I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've just also re- realised I there's another f- two little, not little films, but two films <coughs> I can briefly talk about that I watched at the okay. end of last month. One of them, um, mm. I hope you'll be proud of proud i'm never proud um we'll start i mean did you listen to any music i listened to three albums but right at the beginning of the month so i don't really remember them but um did you have any music oh no i did i thought i was gonna say the tron soundtrack but i did that last month so no no, not this month talked about that last month so i listened to a, a band called i can't say the name of that album but the band is called infected rain an album they released this year uh, I, don't, I listen to it because I have it on a playlist and usually I just check out a, a band and I'll be like, oh, that sounds like something I might like. Put it into a playlist and then I'll listen to it later. Yeah. I listened to the album I was like, eh, it's not great. It's got some good stuff, but nothing special. Okay. I listened to a ba- uh, an album from a band that I like called uh, Persephone. Yeah. Um, Metanoia, I think is the name of the album. It was really good. I really like that <clears throat> like that band. Um, it's one of those ones where like every song is kind of the same, but like I can listen to the whole thing and be like, that was a really good album. Yeah, and I didn't give it a great rating, but I also listened to Bowling for Soup's newest album. You know the pop punk band. Oh yeah, and it's really it's I really like their music. I think the way that they write is very interesting, and like there's some personal stuff, but like nothing too. I don't know. I just like I think it's it's fun to see them talking about like where they've come from and where they are now. Like at one point they reference like Green Day and stuff like that as well. So oh nice. I don't know. I just thought it was a decent album, but like nothing. It wasn't overall. It wasn't amazing, but I think there's some really good tracks on there. Yeah, they even referenced their song 1985 on there, which was a cover anyway. But just quickly, while you talk about albums and you spoke about Green Day, did Green Day reveal a new album or like their teaser? No, that thing album? was them performing at Lollapalooza. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because I saw. <laughs> I you... saw it like the next day, which was like apparently Lollapalooza posted the same picture, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I saw you. But... I saw you reshare the image. That's why I was asking. Yeah. Last no, they are making new music though. That's been confirmed since last year, I think. Oh, decent, man. But I think it's, it's. I think something's gonna be revealed at some point soon. They have been touring a lot recently, so I think they're just doing that first. Yeah, that's fair. And then, then they're gonna throw out some new, a new tune, and then I think I'm expecting something by at least December, like once they all turn fifty. Yeah. Well, at the latest December, I mean this year, like obviously. <laughs> oh, d- yeah. you know what? Tell a lie. I listened to. Um... I want to say, I'm sure this was last month, Panic at the Disco's new single, or two new singles, because their album comes out next week. Me, Maddie, and the mutual friends are like massive fans. So I listened to that, mm-hmm. but no, nothing as in-depth as yours, because you've listened to four albums. and Three, but yeah. Oh, full album. Sorry, four. no, yeah, like full releases. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I've listened to other albums as well, but like, because I listen to music a lot, but I've listened to ones that were, re- I I, mean, I only talk about the ones that were released this year, just because if I list, if I, I don't 
if I rated every album I listened to, like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that would be a hell of a lot. I listen, to, I listen to so much music. Yeah, I listen to one soundtrack as well, but I'll talk about that when I talk about the film. Okay. Um, but first, I'll I'll throw out I'll quickly talk about the boys and Ms. Marvel. Yeah, go for it. And say uh, the boys is great. Just it's just great. It's always great. You yeah. watch it being like, why am I still watching this? But then you're like, because it's good. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard season three just gets better. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think season three had a lot of just okay episodes. Like, nothing bad, but, like, it had some really good episodes, too. And I really like where it leaves the show for next season. Okay. Um, I think it's a very interesting direction. Yeah. So, um, we'll see what happens next season. But, like, yeah, it's consistently good, that show. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, Ms. Marvel. I think Ms. Marvel started really strong for me. Like, the first two episodes I thought were great. Okay. It fell off a bit at the end. Like, it felt like they were wrapping it up too quickly. Okay. Like, the the villain subplot gets wrapped up in episode five. Yeah, I've heard that some people feel like episode six is partly unnecessary because a lot of it gets wrapped up in episode five. Well, episode six is necessary because it's like... You, you get the costume and all that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you get to see her, like, full-on Ms. Marveling around. But, like, yeah, other than that, um, it's I think it's a solid show, and I recently, I just watched it. This is this month, but I just watched the making of for it. Okay. And it's definitely, you can definitely see they've all come from a good place in terms of making it. But the showrunner, or I think he's a showrunner, or the producer for The Boys, Eric Kripke, mm he apparently recently said that he doesn't like this idea of people approaching series as films, like saying, oh, you're making a, a film, just but splitting it into a show. It's like you're meant to be making a TV show, not a film. Yeah. Um, and obviously, but The Boys is made as if it's a show. Like, each week, you're given enough to keep you going. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Whereas with all this Marvel, all the Disney Plus stuff that's like, so Marvel Star Wars feels like, especially, well, not so much The Mandalorian. Yeah. But like, The Book of Boba Fett, and Obi Wan felt like sure. they were too much, too trying too hard to be films, like films, but then stretched. Um, yeah, so pacing of, feels off. In sorry, in terms of in terms of MCU, I'd agree with that. In terms of um, as much as I enjoyed it, I felt Loki was very much like that. Not Loki, ignore that. Hawkeye, because I was going to say Loki was the one I felt was a bit different. But Hawkeye, oh, Loki definitely, yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkeye no, I absolutely agree with you for that. Yeah, felt um, very even film. even Moon Knight to a certain extent. Yeah, I'd agree. But like, so I think they do need to approach their TV shows as TV shows, not as films. I get that that's how they get the big directors. They're like, oh, you're basically just making it as a movie. And like, speaking of the directors of Ms. Marvel, well, directors of the first and first and final episode of Ms. Marvel obviously just lost their Batgirl film. Tell you what, that's that's. I feel very ridiculous. I feel very very strongly about this in terms of I was talking to some friends in work, um, and I only mentioned it quickly. And it's it doesn't matter how bad that film is, right? Considering it was basically done, they've completely shelved it. They're not even going to release it straight to HBO Max or straight to whatever, like in the old days, be straight to DVD, whatever. Um, and yet, with all the problems with the Flash, they're keeping that going. I, you know, that I. The only thing I'll say is I understand why the why Warner Brothers are still are still, like, um, backing The Flash or still expecting that to come out and still make money. And it's more... I think it's not... That's not just because they're ba- they're banking on Ezra Miller making the money. Because at this point, 
I feel like nobody wants to see it because of Ezra Miller. I have a very yeah. I wouldn't. I I generally wouldn't be surprised if at the end they do a reshoot for the end of the film and when he comes out he's a different actor. Something to do with whatever happens in the film makes him change his appearance. I, I yeah. But then again, it's also a matter of the film's not even meant to be coming out till next year and it's still being consistently delayed. So like it may never come out. We don't know what could change. But I think from Warner Brothers' point of view, they've they don't they don't want to lose the money they've paid on it. Makes sense. Mm. Um, part of them cancelling Batgirls because they could make it back in tax and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but with I get the the, the reason. I think they're banking on the selling point of the Flash being that there's going to be a whole reset to their kind of universe. Like we've got the we've got Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, and isn't um. Supergirl supposed to be showing up in it. Yeah, and the thing about Ben Affleck as well is people are saying that Heavy Room, because the Heavy Room is, well, it's not Heavy Room, but Walter Hamada, I think is how you say his name, I might mm-hmm. mispronounce that, he's leaving DC because of everything that's happened with Batgirl as soon as Black Adam's released. Now, he has been known to be one of the kind of perpetrators that Ray Fisher yeah. um, spoke about. And ever since he's now said he's leaving... Ben Affleck has all of a sudden decided to do shoots and he's been filming for Aquaman 2 and he's filming for yeah. something else. So people are saying this is like... I'm not saying it's the rebirth of the Snyderverse. Don't get me wrong, I'd like to see the Snyderverse. I don't think... It'd be great, but... Yeah. It, I still feel like that might not happen purely because... Did you see that article that came out about how like Zack Snyder was like stealing hard drives? <laughs> no. But apparently when Zack Snyder left Justice League or when he was still working on it before he left it, he like stole hard drives that contained footage. Outstanding. And the, like most, not most, but like a massive percentage of the accounts that were wanting the um, release the Snyder or release the Snyder Cut were like bots. Fuck. And there's also something like a, a really expensive billboard for release the Snyder Cut was like put up and it's like there was no traces of who paid for it. Yeah, I so knew about like, the billboard. Zach, did yeah. Zack Snyder just make that happen himself? Like, yeah. Did yeah, he pay I think, for it himself. Like, <laughs> well, I think I think the fact Ben Affleck's coming back for a few more yeah. is positive signs for maybe not that universe in terms of Zack Snyder, but in terms of Whatever's those characters. Going. Yeah. So whatever's could, going on, Warner Brothers, Discovery, whoever they are now, they're, don't they're, know not, they're a mess. Did you see that article? They really, that not article that thing they released of like for content like HBO Max is going to be like uh, toward uh, like aimed towards men and Discovery Plus is going to be aimed towards women essentially yeah and they're like one of their kind of they're like here's our big franchises the, and yeah. all big universes and one of them was the Married at First Sight universe yeah I saw, that, like, I saw that what the um, fuck what was the other the other one the other thing I remember seeing was on the list of like for Discovery Plus and HBO Max was HBO Max fandom based and it's just like uh, Discovery Plus reality TV based but they're like they're just basically saying oh women like reality TV men like comics fandoms and it's like fucking hell no that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, Warner Brothers have been shitting the bed for a while now. So, yeah, and I think I think for DC in terms could... of its in terms of its films, it could very much not the nail in the coffin, but it's it's cancelling Batgirl. The the backlash that has got alone, um, not just from fans, but I think from also filmmakers and um, quite notable people in the industry, I think oh, yeah. is not a good sign for them. Well, Adil and Bilal came out and said that like they were shocked about it as well, didn't they? So yeah, but um, yeah, we we could talk about that for a while because you know DC comics and all that. We're we're into that stuff, but let's let's move on. Um, well, could and I... we'll quickly say, yeah, fuck Ezra Miller. He's <laughs> they are not a good person. 
yeah, oh uh, yeah. I think um, I I I understand Ezra Miller. Is clearly needs help, help. and professional uh, advice and opinions. Um, but my personal feelings is, f- yeah, I agree. Fuck that. Fuck that person. Um, yeah, Warner Brothers not addressing it is what's like just terrible as well. It's like, disgusting. It's, just, it's so ridiculous. bad. Um, um, but anyway, but let's uh, talk. Uh, I'll go first because I know I have more films than you. Okay. Uh, so I'll say I started with an Amazon Prime rom-com that I was released two years ago, I think. Okay. Called Plus One, starring Jack Quaid. And how was that? I've heard and of that, actually. someone else. Jack Quaid and Maya Erskine, who was in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. In a couple of episodes. Um, it's alright. It's about two pe- friends who are each other's plus ones for weddings. And obviously it's a rom-com, so they fall in love. Yeah, and they're together by the end. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, hundred percent. Well, I, I mean, that's I like I like rom coms where it's not always they don't always end up together, but I think they are together at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all right. Like it's it was just an easy watch. Nothing nothing special, but it was all right. That's fair. That's fair. I thought the, I thought the leads were very good. Um, it makes me think that Maya Erskine was probably wasted in Obi Wan because she did nothing in the show that she did, but like she's she's quite good in this film. Who's she playing Obi Wan again? She's one of the pilots that goes to um, the Inquisitor- Inquisitor's place. Um, she's the one that survives, obviously. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, she, she's friends with Ice Cube's son. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fuck but yeah, that's one good film. But speaking, just because I can, I just want a tangent because I said Ice Cube's son. Speaking of Ice Cube, I watched um, Boys in the Hood. <laughs> and how was that? The John Singleton film. That's incredible, that film. Like, um,. Because it, it, I mean, it's obviously it's about it's about uh, black youth youths yeah. living in an area. Um, it stars Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, Ice Cube, uh, Regina King's in it. Um, like before she was big, obviously. It's, I think it's one of our first films. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Fucking, oh, I can't remember her name. Angela Bassett, I think, is in it. Okay. Like again, before she was well known. Yeah. Uh, and Lawrence Fishburne. He's credited as Larry Fishburne. Amazing. <laughs> Um, they're all really good, and it's a really good film. It's like it's obviously it's about growing up in the hood and gangs and stuff, but it's not like it's it's like more of it's more a coming of age story. Um, oh yeah, and it's just really it's just really good. It's John Singleton who did uh, Too Fast and Furious, but he's also, <laughs> um, he's also known as being you know one of a great filmmaker. Yeah, uh, passed away a few years ago, a couple That's of years ago. Um, but yeah, he's made some. I know he's been. He's. I know he's a. He's a director that a lot of people. I mean, he was nominated for an Oscar for Boys in the Hood, so for two Oscars. Um, Fucking hell. Yeah, it's a good film. It's a good, good film. Um, I did. A, I wrote a, my best writing about it is on um my blog. I did a really good review of it. So. Yeah. Check to be out. Fair, I was I just check out my blog. No, no. I'm I was really going to say you should. You should. You should definitely check out Connor's blog. I keep up to date with it, and also your letterbox as well. Um, whenever I'm kind of looking for something to kind of watch or put on my list, I always have a little check. But um, no, fair play, man. Fair play. Do you post on Letterboxd often? Yeah, I try to. Do you? I try to. Um, well, let me go through. I've got. You three... don't. You don't really write reviews, though, do you? So right. not really. Yeah. No, only when I really feel no. like it. But I've Fair got. I was just mean like I haven't seen anything from you. Apparently, I'm not following you. What the fuck? (laughs) 
cheeky shit. Followers. Are you following me? Yeah, yeah. of course I am. There we go. Um, Random. Thank you. Um, well, I'm going to mention <laughs> three very quick ones. Um, and then okay. I've got two kind of main ones. Wait, let me just double check before I say that. Because I've just said that and watch me have fucked up. Um, yeah, I've got two main ones and then four to talk about. But I've got three very, very quick ones. So I'm rewatching the MCU again, as as always. Again, um, again. <laughs> and I've done Iron Man as always, a bloody great mm-hmm. film, so so good. That's one. Oh, I know what you mean by when one of them, one of them's gonna make me proud. Then, right? Yeah, I decided to finally rewatch The Incredible Hulk um, for the first time since, well, probably when I first watched it. Or it's been, it was at least five, been a while. six years. Yeah, <laughs> and I tell you what. I really bloody enjoyed it. It's a really good film. I don't know what people shit on it so much. Do you know do you know what? It's a really good film. Yes, there's a there's there's things I didn't like, but I'm not really gonna talk about that too much. I really liked the soundtrack. I it's thought, great. The I thought the soundtrack was banging. Um and yeah, I watched it and a couple of days later I was like, Oh my god, I wanna watch it again and I've never felt like that with that film before. <laughs> um so yeah, I think I think the scene where He's being chased in the favela at the start. Is great. Yeah. The university scene, of course, mm-hmm. um, and then the Hulk abomination battle at the end is just yeah. is just great. So yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah. That was that and one. there's a bit in the soundtrack when he's like, uh, after he's left Brazil, I think it's um, I think the specific bit is when he's like sitting on the street and someone like puts a coin in his hand or something like that. Yeah. Um. The piano bit in that bit of the soundtrack is from the original The Incredible Hulk TV show. Oh wow! <laughs> like, know... and it's just there for a little bit, but it's there. And I know, it's, I, I know what I, if I found the track that it is on the soundtrack, I could tell you that specific, specifically what track it is. Why you find that? I, I swear, it might be. I'm sure it's you. One of your favorite tracks, or at least one of your favorite tracks from that film, is when him and Betty reunite on the bridge. Um, well, the track is called that. Track is called Bruce and Betty. Um, yeah that track uh that's yeah that's a great track the track's like five minutes long though but like otherwise it is really good yeah i got to that bit and i was like oh i kind of like this track um uh bruce goes home it's the track bruce goes home which is like one minute 24 but it's like there's a piano bit in the beginning of it which is exactly the original incredible hulk uh ending theme yeah Um, um which i think is brilliant from the composer who the soundtrack is two do two discs it's 47 tracks. 45, sorry. Fucking hell. I counted wrong. But yeah, I like Incredible Hulk. I could talk about that forever. Um, you said and, you had something else. You, yeah. Yeah, so, and the last quick one I'll talk about is, um, it's a film called Cosmic Sin. So basically, I, uh, for context, I moved out of, of, of a flat recently, uh, one that me and Connie used to both live in. And, um, on like the second to last night or something, me, Maddie, and one of my old housemates, uh, Matt, we sat and decided to watch a film. And we were like, let's just watch a bad film, because sometimes they can turn out to be pretty good and pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. Cosmic Sin is Bruce Willis's <laughs> most recent release. Yeah. Right. Well, he's also re- retired now, isn't he? So Yeah, but he's still got, I think he's still got three films that he's just filmed coming out. But oh, really? um, this was the one that he won the Razzie for, and then they kind of, stopped that award out of respect for him kind of thing um it's golden raspberry sorry yeah and um oh yeah no yeah they had a category called worst performance by bruce willis in a 2021 movie and um yeah 
Well, I'll read you my letterbox review. I gave it half a star. It's got Frank Grillo as well, but he it's got three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, he just he, he Frank Grillo just floats around in a CGI spacesuit and blows himself up at the end. But anyway, um, half a star. And my review is this: It hurt me to give this even half a star. That's my review. Jesus it's... Christ! How many films has he got that are like direct to video? Yeah, and what it, the fuck? It's genuinely, like... genuinely. I I don't know what happened. I have no. It made no sense. Aliens invaded Earth, um, and they could invade you by like spitting this black gunk at you. So they go to their planet, and when they get on their planet, that's just forgotten about. And then the person Bruce Willis is working with is actually a bad guy. <laughs> I, I honestly don't. It was one of the worst things. It was worse than the the, the film me and you watched with um, Orlando Bloom. Unlocked. Yeah, it was worse than that, hundred percent. So, he has so many director-video films in the last years, like according to Wikipedia. A lot is with um, Bruce Willis as well. You talking about the director? That's what I mean. No, I'm talking about Bruce Willis. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like all of his films. Like he's got like he's got twelve director-video films scheduled in total for this year. Yeah, him and Frank Grillo really phone in. But the funny thing is, Cosmic Sin came out at the beginning of last year. Yeah. He's had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 films come out since. Yeah. <laughs> Smart, isn't it? That's, I didn't know he did. That he was doing that many fucking director video movies. I know he's doing a lot. What was the last good film that Bruce Willis was in? Because he was a good actor. Um, the last um, film I can think of Tom is probably Die Hard 4. For me, it's Moonrise Kingdom's Wes Anderson film, so and that was twenty twelve. Okay, um, but since then, yeah, nothing. Well, I mean, technically, I mean, he was in Glass, obviously. Um, the Lego Movie two, the second part, apparently, and a cameo as himself. Hmm. I don't remember that. Uh, and Motherless Brooklyn, which was directed by the Hulk, Ed Norton. Yes, yes, yeah, I just saw that. Anyway, um, yeah, okay, that was over that to was, you. Bruce Willis. Um, I'll jump to. I, I I suppose you didn't watch this film then, The Grey Man. No, we were meant to. We we have been meaning to watch it, um, but then the night we planned to watch it, something happened, so we've not managed to get a chance yet. It's uh, right. it on my it's list. Just kind of kind of a generic action movie. Um, okay. I'd say at some points it feels like there is too much big stuff going on. Like at some point a building collapses and it's like nobody gives a fuck. Like. Oh. Like, what's going on? These are supposed to be, like, CIA people, aren't they? Like, what the... Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing secretive about anything they're doing. Ryan Gosling's alright, though, so... Well, they've confirmed the second one, haven't they, and a spin-off, Yeah, so. I know. I like... I think the universe is probably interesting, and just because I like Ryan Gosling. I also had uh, my realisation while watching that film that because I heard it as a rumour, um, I, w- I want, with every fibre of my being, I want Ryan Gosling to play Ghost Rider. Yeah, that'd be so good. Just because I heard a rumor about it, and I was like, and I was watching Ryan Gosling in this, and I was like, you know what? I need that. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's the I don't think anybody interested in. It's like I don't think people understand how much I actually need Ryan Gosling to play Ghost Rider now. <laughs> Fingers crossed, mate. My life would be fulfilled if that happened. <laughs> Not quite, but you know what I mean. Um, no, I how many more you got? Because I'll blitz through my last couple. I've because... I've got um, two before four and Stranger Things. Okay, I'll talk I've got about my two next one. and. My two re—I'll just—I'll just say my rewatches first, then. Okay. Which is 
Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring and Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Ah, oh, B U T. Wait, extended editions. Yeah, I watched them with my mum. Good she man. hasn't seen them for ages. I only, well, I only own the extended editions, so I'm only ever going to watch the extended editions. Good, good. I ain't going back to theatrical. They're great. They're like, I mean, I don't know what else needs being said. The last you know, time I watched them was last year, and then before that was like seven years. So. The only reason I go back to theatrical is if I was going to watch it like live in concert at the Albert Hall, like that kind of stuff they do. Oh, I'd, um, I, I'd, I mean, yeah, I, I would want that to be... The, the soundtrack is like three hours long anyway. Yeah, true. So it's like... Because he can like every every moment was like is a different even though it might be the same themes every moment was recorded like individual to have its own music, yeah, like because the soundtracks are as long as the films. It's great. I love those films so much. Of course, who doesn't? I mean, I, actually, I I genuinely don't know anyone who doesn't who thinks like Lord of the Rings sucks. Um, Maybe hardcore fans of the books, but you'd think they're all dead by now. I've got a friend that he doesn't say they suck, but he when I was like I watched the film best trilogy of all time. He's like, oh, Back to the Future beats Lord of the Rings any day. And everyone in work's like, you're wrong. I mean, I, um, I love the Back to the Future trilogy, but they're all very, they're very in quality, those films. Yeah, but that's as, um, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I'll let you do, if you do one, I'll do one, you do one, I'll do one, and then we'll do Thor. Okay, sounds good. I will first go with, I went to go see um, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Why? Um, well, well I, to say, I guess I'm going to say this. Um, so, well, I work in a localization film industry job, and some of our work was on Minions too. So I'd seen quite a lot of it over the past year, in terms okay. of very little things, like little clips, spots, and all that stuff. And um, it got to a point where I'd, I'd worked on it so much I was like no I do I think I want to see this just to kind of make it full circle and I knew Maddie wanted to go see it and you know what it's actually it's a lot of fun it's just it's just if you go in there just purely for a, a dumb fun film you're going to have a great time fair enough I haven't seen any of the Despicable Me films so Despicable Me 2 is really good Um, I've seen Megamind brilliant Megamind's amazing. Deserves more love than it gets. Because um, it did it did Despicable Me before Despicable Me, and it's better. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Have you seen Megamind? I know I was talking to you about seeing it, and you're always like, eh. I've seen it once a very long time ago. It's really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's just, it's just, it's just funny. Like it's just, I just wanted. It was quite a stressful week, and me, Maddie, and her sister Daisy went and and we just really just fancied an hour and a half of just dumb silliness. And that's what we that's got. Fair. Um, that's and, fair. Yeah, it did exactly what it set out to do. So, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, over to you. I, I watched The Guilty on Netflix, that film starring Jake Gyllenhaal, which is a remake of the film of a film of the same name. Oh, how was that? It's actually really interesting. I think it's 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 tense. It's a great performance because it's all like it's all set inside one basically one room, two rooms really, but you know, three okay. rooms. You go to the bathroom as well. Nice. <laughs> and a hallway. But yeah, it's it's really interesting. I mean, I haven't seen the original. I know it's I know people to say the original is better. Okay. Because this is just an American remake, but like I like Jake Gyllenhaal, so I was like, I'm just going to watch this. It's reasonably short, but it is quite tense, so Okay. I had enjoyment of it. And there's some voice 
actors that like there's not voice actors, but there's actors who only appear via voice. So, oh, got, like, okay, fair. Ethan Hawke is a voice. Um, oh, I fucking can't remember his name. He's that comedian that's in Mandalorian. Bill Burr. That's it. Thank you. I couldn't remember his name. Um, and also Peter Sarsgaard and someone else. I can't remember the woman's name. (laughs) But but yeah, this is, it's interesting. It's interesting intense. Um, you go. I, uh, my last film, uh, before the big one is, I saw Jurassic World Dominion. Um, yeah, that was actually, I actually think that's the last film I saw in cinema currently. It's the, it's the locusts. Yeah. Have you seen it? You know, no, I just know. I just know. Um, I know that. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, it's it's. it's See, it's bad. I find it. No, I don't. I find it very hard to talk about because it's made over nine hundred million fucking dollars. <laughs> because it's it's trying to be incredibly tense, edge of your seat, full of action, right? Mm-hmm. And it is full of action, but it's not tense at all, and it's not edge of your seat. It's very funny. And it's very, very entertaining. It's a very entertaining film, but I don't think it's just a blockbuster. Then, like, it's just one of your traditional summer blockbusters. But I don't think it intends to be, because for for example, there's a bit where Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and the young girl from Fallen Kingdom are Mm -hmm. like they're underground, and without spoiling it too much, they're 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 trapped. There's there's two dinosaurs in front of them about to rip their faces off. They're trapped by a gate and they're trying to get it open and they're trying to. They've got a cart in between them and the dinosaurs, and um, they're really, really trying. It's meant to be really tense. You're like, oh fuck! And then Jeff Goldblum's just on the other side of the gate trying to figure out a password, and he's just being normal Jeff Goldblum. So it's just quite funny. And then they finally escape, and Laura, a dinosaur's just about to get Laura Dern, and Alan Grant can choose to either save Laura Dern. Or get his hat that's fallen on the floor. That's very important to him. He goes for the hat. <laughs> Lauren don't survive. Weirdly, but it's stuff like that. I mean, it, yeah. It's it's fun. It's weird choices. Like a raptor, a human can outrun a raptor, but not a motorcycle. It just it's it's very it's very. <laughs> it, it, by the time the film starts, events a problem for itself and is resolved. So you end the film exactly the same way you start the film so it's a bit like it was unneeded so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't I mean, recommend it, is, it i think it was unneeded anyway but obviously for universal they made a lot of money from it so yeah apparently there's an extended edition being released on blu-ray next week and apparently critics have said and a lot of critics that are very harsh towards it have come out and said actually no this actually changes the film more positively um so i guess it will have to be seen to be believed yeah but like it's not the film that was released like exactly why wasn't that one it's already is it it's already on amazon prime to watch yeah for free yeah, yeah. i didn't know that i don't even have i don't have amazon prime at the moment but like i'm and i'm not i don't know i don't know if i could be bothered to watch it anyway my lot uh is that it? anything else you want to say it, about the film or all i'd say is i'd say i think we've especially with you because i kind of know kind of what you like about films and stuff i say wait until it's free don't what don't pay for it I think I don't oh, I mean, think you'll, yeah I don't think you'll enjoy it at yeah. all. I was going to see it at the cinema because I thought the trailer took to right, and then it just it wasn't what I was expecting in terms of the reviews, and I was like, oh, you know what? I've never I I 
I will die on the hill that I don't like any of the Jurassic Park movies. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and I've only seen the first one other than the Jurassic World movies. Um, and mm. I've only seen the first two Jurassic World movies now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't... I don't know. I think the, I think Jurassic World is fine. I, 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 I probably need to revisit Jurassic Park, but I just... I didn't really enjoy it when I watched it. That's fair. But, um, probably just me, because everyone loves them. Um, but yeah, then my last film... I'm excited for this. I've been waiting to. Fi- I've been waiting to hear your opinion on this. Because that's the thing. Oh, it's, sorry, not, what I just it's wanna... not what you expect. No, I'm joking. It's, it's, I, just wanna... I watched the, sorry, the Tom sorry. Cruise classic, uh, Oblivion. <laughs> right. Yeah. Before you get into it, I just want to say for the viewers, listeners, that we genuinely won't. We might tell the other person what we've watched, but we won't tell each other what we thought of it. We save it for no. the bonus. So Connor oh, yeah. told me or asked me if I'd seen Oblivion before, and I've said it's on my list. Um, I just have I've never watched it, but I do want to watch it at some point. And I went to Connor, "What do you think of it?" And he went, "You've got to wait for the podcast." And that was a week <laughs> or two ago, and it's killed me ever since. So go ahead. So I'll start with these little points. Don't think this this is going to paint the picture of what I think of the film. Um, I think it drags in a lot of places, and I think it's quite predictable. Um, okay. Doesn't help that I knew one of the twists going in. Okay. But I really liked it. <laughs> okay. I think it's a really. I mean, I love the the world. Again, the world's not explored enough, but does that doesn't matter. I think Tom Cruise is fantastic. I think it looks good. Yeah. Um, it's very sci-fi, and I like I like that feeling, the sci-fi feeling it has. Um, I like the concepts. I like the twists. Um, okay. And I think most of all, I like the soundtrack. I think it's incredible. Okay. Um, it's actually it's by a French electronic musician uh, or electronic band called M83. Electronic duo. And also a composer was involved. And there's a song as well at the end of it in the credits um, that's sung by a person whose name I cannot remember. Um, Suzanne something. Uh, Suzanne Sundfour. I don't know how they said her last name. Okay. <laughs> but it's a really good song as well. And it's just like, it's, it's very synthy music and stuff like that. So it's very sci fi. And I don't know. I can't. The thing is, I think as a film, it is incredibly average. But yeah. I just really liked it. No, that's good, man. Um, but it did drag a little bit. And I, the thing is, the way it ends, I'm like, I want more. <laughs> Why isn't there more? Oh, wait, the film didn't do very well. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fair. I remember seeing the trailers and be like, that looks cool. Um, never watched it, just never did, just never went to the cinema to see it or anything, and then finally was like, you know what, I'm still on my Tom Cruise kick, and I've been wanting to watch this, so just watch it, and I liked it. Oh, good, I'm glad. Um, what does it have in terms of reviews, actually? Let's have a quick look. Uh, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Decent. Um, and only 287 million worldwide. Crikey. Um, oh yeah, Nikolai Costa-Waldau is in it. Oh shit, is he really? Yeah, in a bit. Uh, Morgan Freeman, Olga Kurilenko, who played Taskmaster. Nice. Uh, Andrea Riceborough. Nice. And Melissa Leo, who I remember from something. She's in Prisoners. Um, so I always recognise her and I'm like, where have I seen her before? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really liked it. And I listened to the entire soundtrack like a couple of days after watching the film and I was like, you know what, this is the banger of a soundtrack. So we'll talk about that when we talk about our soundtracks in season three as well. Yeah, to be fair, that was me with um, with Tron. Tron. 
like when yeah. like I understand people don't really like it very much, and I was like, but I just really gelled with it, and then I listened to the soundtrack a few days after, and I was like, this is fucking banging. Um, oh, so I know, yeah, I, I know, yeah, I know a lot of people love the soundtrack for um, Tron. Yeah, um, but yeah, the soundtrack. For, I think I was gonna say I was about to say if anything, listen to the song that's on the end of the soundtrack. But I think if I'm gonna say if anything, watch the film. Like, it's really good. Yeah, no, you, to be fair, that has persuaded me to watch the film. And Tom Cruise um, is fantastic. In okay, it. like I think it's a, it's a very Whereas Mission Impossible, he's really good in those films as the action hero. Yeah. Like, the very competent action hero. In this film, he's like, it's a more emotional performance, but not over-the-top emotional. And he's still Tom Cruise, so, okay. you know. He's still like, I'm watching Tom Cruise. But, yeah, do it. It's good. Yeah, I will. I fucking will. <laughs> and the twists are good, too. Okay. I like how it just, as it, as the story kind of starts to make sense, and, like, you get hints and that, and that's why I think it's predictable as well, because I was a bit like, oh, I kind of know what's going on here. Yeah. But then when it, there were still bits and pieces I didn't quite know. But yeah, I liked it. That's probably one of the films I enjoyed the most last month. Okay, good. Um, well, should we... Do you want to talk about we... Thor first? Because that's a film. Thor, Thor first? Yeah, okay. Thor, Thor first? Thor, Thor, Thor. We'll talk about Thor. Thunder and Love. Love and Thunder. Yeah, so obviously that came out in July. We both saw it. Um, not together, yeah. we saw it separately. Um, yeah. Where did you see it? Did you see it at your local or did you go like IMAX it? My local, yeah, my local. Fair, fair. Um, I'll, I will start by saying um, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. Mm-hmm. I've, I think the, the, the fact I liked it so much is because it felt, cause it, because it was funny and also quite emotional in parts and it got me in parts. I do think in parts Ragnarok is better um, or I prefer Ragnarok um, but um, yeah I do think it's a good I do think it's a good film but I do understand some of the criticism people are having of it like like I literally like Gore the God Butcher but then at the same time I felt like he was just a bit underused in places um, but yeah I enjoyed it I, I think it's a lot of fun when you're sitting there watching it because it's got quite it's, it is very joke heavy. It's so yeah. it's a lot of fun in that sense. It's quite it is funny in places depending on your sense of humor and that. Um, and there's little things like little things I really like. Like there's a scene when um when uh, they're talking to um. Well, I'm not going to worry about spoilers. The film's been out and anyone who wants to see it has seen it. <laughs> yeah. Talking to um fucking Heimdall's son. Yeah. Um, when they're talking to him and like. He says, oh, I'm called Axel now. I got the name from a band, from a really cool, like, Bat Earth band. And then you just hear Korg in the background going, GNR. Guns <laughs> yeah. and Roses, GNR. And I, that, that just really got me because I was like, I felt like I was the only person that noticed him say GNR when in my cinema. Um, oh, okay. But, like, the goat, the screaming goats thing, I felt like something's already done that before. I mean, I know it's from the meme, but something else with a goat in it has already done a screaming goat joke. I don't know. See, when that but I can't think on, what it is. I think it's an animated show, but I can't think what. They really made me laugh. But when I when they came on, I have never seen laughter slash euphoria slash glee on Maddie's face to that extent. The only ever. it was the only it thing was about like that I've ever seen. But the only thing about that is that's not original. That's from a meme. Yeah. You know, that's the only... No, problem. Also, I think it's, it's, no, it's also... funny. It is funny because th- that's the reason why it was a very successful meme. But it's not original for this film. Even the fact where, like, Tucker was E.T. was like, oh, yeah, they just they just said that they were going to do this with the goats. It wasn't even his decision, really. 
Yeah, but they also the goats themselves. I don't know about the screaming goats, but the goats are loosely linked to Norse mythology. No, no, no. They're also in the comics. Yeah, but their screaming isn't. <laughs> yeah, no, true, true. That's what I meant. I'm not saying the goats being in the film was a meme. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. Did no, you? Enjoy the goats the are film? from the comics. I had fun with it. Yeah, I haven't seen it since, but I feel like my opinion soured on it a bit in terms of its quality. Yeah, because I... I think it's. That's why I, what I said to you at one point was I think that the Thor films are mostly average. And I think Ragnarok's incredible, and then the rest of them are all just kind of okay. And even this, I think this is just okay. Like, God the like God the Gore Butcher? Gore the God Butcher, he was interesting, but not, yeah, again, not utilised completely. Like, we didn't really see him kill many gods. Like, what, one? Two? We saw, we saw him yeah. kill one, I think, and then there was one dead. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think when I was watching it, I had such a great time, and I was laughing the whole way through, and I was so entertained, and I walked out going, that yeah. was really good fun, I loved it. But ever since, I've just been a bit like, if someone's talking to me about it, I've been like, yeah, it was good, yeah, it was alright. I've not wanted to go back and desperately always... rewatch it. And that's the, sorry, that's the thing, I was talking to my friend about this again, about Phase 4, is, in terms of the films, the only thing films out of phase four so far that i've come out and gone i really want to rewatch that like now are spider-man and shang chi doctor strange for eternals i've been very much walked out and gone yeah it was all right not bothered when i watch it again but it was good i think doctor strange on a second watch is much i had more fun with it the second time because like i knew what it was going in like I was like I went in second time I went into it I was like I've seen this before I know exactly what I'm expecting in terms of all the twists and stuff like that it's a Sam Raimi film I'm gonna just sit back and enjoy it and I did okay, like I think Doctor Strange is I think Doctor Strange is so much better than the Thor which is a shame because I was really excited for Thor but then I feel like it, they dropped the ball on it a bit all the yeah. characters all the characters felt underutilized yeah like when I think about it I'm thinking about how much really happened that was like interesting and i think a big part of it is that they did film a lot of it using the volume yeah you yeah you can tell so they're limited by space because of that for example watch the trailer for um uh andor it looks incredible because they filmed a lot of on locations and on real sets yeah i'm not gonna lie that second trailer for andor has fucking sold me on that show the show looks phenomenal it looks like rogue one yeah 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 yeah. and that rogue one is one of the best star wars films visually oh 100 percent, if not the best that and Last Jedi, I think, visually. Yeah. Um, I say that as if I don't think The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars film next to Attack of the Clones. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think I think Thor was himself was underutilised. Valkyrie was heavily underutilised. Quark yeah, didn't I, need to be there. I, I felt... I, I think it was a massive shame about Valkyrie because I felt... It felt that she was just cut halfway through the film like you know she gets you know she's in it for the first bit and she's queen but doesn't really well, she's king she's king. sorry sorry yeah king but it's never really spoken about like at all it's, it's also... very much graced past and then all of a sudden also... she's sorry Karen. and say so they also were saying that like oh she was going to be looking for her king her queen sorry yeah and then she in this before... film and she just does nothing she has <laughs> one scene with korg where she kind of hints about past love and then she's mm-hmm. just out of the game for the rest of the film. Well, her and past was just... love was the other Val- was the other Valkyrie. Yeah, but then, yeah, but she's out. Of the, she's just out of action for the rest of the film, yeah. and I just felt very much like, 
Oh, I feel that's a bit of a cop out. That's quite a shame. I know some um, people have said that some of the stuff with um, Natalie Portman's Thor was a little bit cringy or something like that, but I like. I think she was fine. See, like, I did think it was cringy, but then at the same time, I think it's just it was dumb. intentional because they mention it in the film as well. Thor turns to Valkyrie and goes, "How many catchphrases does she had?" And she goes, "Quite a lot." Don't forget, she is new at this. So I think that yeah, was no. part of the whole kind of putting on a brave face persona. So I, I kind of it, appreciated it a bit. It felt very ru- rushed in a lot of senses. Like I, we just we get introduced to her and that for her we reintroduced to her the fact she has cancer and then suddenly she's just I'm gonna go and get Thor's hammer now. Yeah. And then then next scene next time we see her she is Thor and it's like what 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 just, I don't know I feel I mean, even Taika Waititi and that they or not necessarily him but a lot of people said that oh a lot, a lot was cut out but then Taika Waititi was like yeah but you won't see any of it like yeah I definitely think the the shortened runtime didn't help it no and they did specifically say they were sure they wanted to keep a shorter runtime so they could, like you know more screenings in that they wanted well they didn't they didn't say that because they wanted more screenings that's why but they wanted it to be shorter they said that yeah which I think is I don't know. I think it's a bad way to approach it when you're like, let's just make the film shorter. Yeah. Because I think it would have been. I know. I don't like films being too long, but like, if it would have made the film better. The thing is, from this year in terms of Marvel, Thor is the only thing that's come and gone, and I've just been like, cool, next. Yeah. Like. And that's Thor's... disappointing. Yeah, Thor's the only one. I don't, I don't think know, it's bad because yeah. I had fun when I watched it, but like I don't have any urge I to rewatch say, it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's bad at all. I do think it's a good film. Um, I just, yeah, I've kind of forgotten about it. Yeah, I'm now thinking to what's next. Whereas when I came out of Doctor Strange, I was very much like, right, so this is where we might see him next. This is what he might do next. With four, I still I had that, but just not, not as much. I was a bit like, really want to see him again. If not, all right. I also, I don't know what, I know that Marvel, I, I, this is also the one where it feels like the end credit stuff was them just throwing something in there to be like, well, this might come up next, some point in the future, we're not 100% sure yet. Yeah, this was their most kind of end credits, I don't know if this so, is actually going to stick. Like, oh, like, I'm going to say, like, the, the whole, cause there's no point, there's no point hide dancing around spoilers, because people who really wanted to see this film would have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're listening to this. Um when it's going to come out. Uh, obviously, seeing Natalie Portman, Jane Foster in Valhalla, it feels like, oh, they're going to basically do something with that? Or are they just saying that, oh, they could come back? Or are they just did they just want to get Idris Elba in there for no reason? Yeah, I guess it's a bit of the first, but at the same time, I did, I liked it. It was a nice addition, just to say yeah. that she's reached there. But then, I am, I'm excited to see if, the, what happens with uh, Brett Goldstein as Hercules. Yeah, good casting. Yeah, when I saw him, I was like, shit, is that is that Roy Kent from Ted Lasso? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, shit, it's, it's Roy Kent. <laughs> yeah, I like Couldn't that. remember the actor's name. But I was surprised that they, they actually do that. Well, I mean, when it was the Zeus scene, I was I didn't even think, oh, they're going to introduce Hercules. Yeah, I didn't think of it like, at all. And then, but when they did, I was like, oh, cool. That that got It got a smile on my face, that one. Yeah. And same. then they said Thor will return. But which Thor? Which Thor? Just dun, give dun, us fucking dun. Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. That's like all I want at this point is Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> um, Just because I want to see him on film. Not because I like care about the character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Thor. 
So, I guess last up. Last up is um, it's a strange thing. Um, I made a quality meme that I shared with people, and uh, you would have seen it, I think. But like nobody, nobody appreciated it. Oh, buddy. It was my meme about saying, oh, uh, it was like liking um, journeys separate ways worlds apart because of um, because of Stranger Things. You know, it's the Drake meme. But then the second yeah. panel was liking Stranger Things, liking uh, journeys separate ways worlds apart because of Yes Man. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Because yeah. <laughs> because I I've I've loved that song since I heard it in Yes Man. <laughs> um. Yeah, I did like but like, obviously like the, the film came out in the eighties, so it's like it's a much older song, and I'm saying, but I'm saying, you know, you get the meme. I don't have to explain it to you. Um, I'll post it on the the, the, mo- the microphones accounts. Yeah, do it. Um. So, um, so yeah. So Stranger Things season four has been and gone, and what I will say is, fucking outstanding bit of television. It's one of those things where, at first, well, before I watched it, I was like, oh, I don't really feel like watching Stranger Things. I feel like I'm a bit done on Stranger Things. The third one was good, but like, ugh, I don't know if I can be bought. It's a bit too much of it at this point. I started watching it, I was like, this is fucking incredible. Do you know what? <laughs> like, I was, exactly, yeah, I, when it came out, for the past three seasons, I've always binged it the day it came out. And when this came out, I was just a bit like, don't care. So I gave it a couple of days at first. Then Maddie said, oh, we should watch it. And then, as soon as we started watching it, I was like, "This is amazing! This is absolutely outstanding." Yeah. I I didn't I, was, I didn't watch it until all of it had already been released, so I I kind of knew a lot of the stuff anyway. Yeah. So like I was I had already been um, attacked by running up that hill uh, everywhere. <laughs> I already <laughs> knew that everyone liked Eddie Munson, and I already knew that everyone thought Sadie Sink's performance was great. Um, and then I already knew about the Master of Puppets thing. Even though yeah. that's something I would have loved to have gone in not knowing about. But do you know when I found out about the Master of Puppets thing? I think I don't know if I told you this. I don't know. You go on. Um, I was watching a, a uh, probably a TikTok or a reel or something about, and it was a guitarist playing. Like a lot of people are saying that the solo because you know they released the teaser at the end of the first. I think I did tell you this actually. They released the teaser at the end of the first volume. Yeah. Um. Well, there were like people like saying, "Oh, a lot of people think the solo he's playing here is the final countdown solo by Europe," and uh. A guitarist was like, well, no, actually, based on exactly where his hand is, he's playing the Master of Puppets solo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you telling me this now. Yeah. <laughs> and like when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. And I watched the cl- saw the clip, like, and then someone, like, doing the Master of Puppets, that bit of the solo, and I was like, oh, yeah, that is the Master of Puppets solo, like, 100%. Like, guitarist, no. <laughs> I, think, I don't I've... I don't know how to play it, but, like, I, I recognised it. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, don't get me wrong, there was parts of the series that I felt could have been improved upon or I didn't like as much. However, yeah. I think the ending of episode four and episode nine alone just show how incredible this show is. And it's just too, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just incredible bit of filmmaking, uh, of, yeah, of film, TV. TV making. It's TV <laughs> making. It's just, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, amazing. Truly, truly amazing. I, and, I so I saw my big thing. Yes, I saw a lot of people being like, "Oh, how could um, Millie Bobby Brown and Sadie Singh get snubbed for the awards and all that like yeah. nominations?" My thing about that is, I think while their performances are good, I don't think they're doing anything groundbreaking in their performances, and I feel like that's what you should be looking at when you come to nominations and come to awards. I think their performances are good, but they're the but the people what people like most of all about it is the moments, 
if you're you can't base an entire performance off of the really good moments like people say oh they should have won for this moment in general just like just this moment it's like but that's not enough to go on with a performance and that is just me being i feel like i'd be an award show person's dream because i am being basically like yeah no you have to have a good performance to be nominated like (laughs) but like i'm not saying their performances are bad i think everyone on the show is great i just think there are more worthy performances no, that's and they're fair. still young, so they've got a lot of performances ahead of them. But that's just... I just wanted... I haven't had a chance to talk to anyone about my opinions on it, because I saw loads of people getting really annoyed when the Emmy nominations came out. Yeah. See, for me, I think... The thing I liked most... Don't, I did like the performances, but the thing I liked most about this Series 4 was... I feel like the right Duffer Brothers, in terms of the story, know exactly what they want and where they're going. You can tell as you watch it, as you go... like Even as the series ends with the, with the cliffhanger, I kind of... I kind of left it going, right, I know, I have complete faith that the brothers know exactly how they want this to end. They're not just kind of making it. It didn't feel like it was being made up as it went along. It's all linking quite nicely. It was linking back to the first couple of series. It answered a few questions <laughs> and left some kind of gaps for the future. It reminded me of a meme I saw, which was like, um, someone saw a review for their book on Amazon that someone said it felt like the author was just making it up as they go along. And then it's like, well, I've got news for you, fella. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's writing um, <laughs> you do just so I mean yeah because they just started writing season 5 didn't they um, yes they did yeah um, so cool uh, yeah. I think they said there's going to be a time jump for it as well didn't they yeah it's kind of because the actors the are all ages. getting so much older yeah <laughs> um, my yeah. criticism of it is also another criticism I saw is it feels like the main cast are too safe yeah I'd agree with that like, I I know I think it's it's still interesting where they've left her, but I think Max should have died. I think Eleven should have died. Well, no, because Eleven's gonna die probably at the end of the show. Yeah, true. What do you mean? Eleven's the main character. <laughs> it's yeah. about all of them, but she's the most important character. She's the only one that can defeat Vecna. Yeah, true. Or one, or whatever his other name was. Oh, he's sick. He's so. He's just. He's great. I don't remember what his real name was before he became um, Henry Creel. That's it. I was going to say Trevor, and I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. Um, yeah, no, I think that's like, that was, like for a while it felt like there's too much going on. I don't know what's, this is a bit of a mess. But then when it all like came together, even though it came together with, you know, us being told through massive exposition, um, I think it all came together very well with the whole Henry Vecna one stuff. Yeah. Like I didn't expect, I was I didn't see that coming. No, not even though that. even though it's one of those ones where it all all it's all there. Like it is, it's all there for you to be able to put together. And that's the very that's the, that's the way twists should be written. Yeah, they don't. The Duffer Brothers don't treat the audience as dumb, but then they they explain it, but they also have it all there, so you can figure out yourself, or you can just be yeah. along for the ride. And I think it's. That's... it's it's one of those things for it, this, this. It's a good example. It's a good. It's a. It's an example of very good writing in that sense that like, you leave enough hints for the audience to um, put it together themselves, just yeah. as it's being put together in the story. So like, yeah, exactly. oh, I understand that. I'm, I get it as the audience get like as every as the as it's explained to me. Like not because it's being explained to me, but because I'm seeing all the the, the threads come together. Like, and it does make you think. Oh shit! Why didn't I think about that? And it's because you don't. Yeah, I agree. 100%. In good twists. For example, um, Knives Out. 
It's a very good, you know, twist. I was going to say to you, actually, the, the BFI is showing uh, the second one at the closing of the BFI Film Festival. Yeah, it's going to be very hard to get tickets for that because they I go know, and sell was... to members first and then they go yeah. and sell to... Uh, I know, uh, but I'll still uh, look Unless you us. have any industry contacts, but I'm probably working that day anyway. But it's also being shown, BFI are showing it um, around the country as well, apparently, at the oh, same time. Oh, actually? Night. Oh, sick. Ryan Johnson said that himself. Sick. Like, he tweeted it as well and he's like, it's he, yeah, he tweeted saying that, yeah, they're showing it around the country as well in certain certain cinemas probably so cineworld might get it in some cinemas i hope so because unlimited preview screenings possibly um but yeah no i mean i want to see i'd want to see glass onion in the cinema anyway so yeah 100 percent. um but yeah i'll see I, I don't i probably won't be able to go to see it at the um at the festival itself because that'll be very hard to get tickets for because yeah. they will just sell out instantly if all the if all the members don't buy them up it will as soon as it hits general sale That'll be yeah, it'll be difficult. Yeah, I'll be gone because that's the that's the finale. It's the it's capping off the entire festival, <laughs> all nine days. Oh, it would be so good though. It would. I've been to the VFI Film Festival, the oh, LF, nice. LF London Film Festival once. Saw one film there, and it was a uh, Green Day's Broadway Idiot, which was the making of their musical. We released in two thousand and thirteen. Oh, decent. Got to walk a red carpet, not for that film, but it, I had to to get into the cinema. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I had to walk a red carpet. <laughs> I love that. I was forced to walk the red carpet. It was the only way in. <laughs> but it wasn't for that. It wasn't. It was just two different films being shown in the same cinema. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, Stranger Things Four is very good, and I'm very looking forward to what they do next. Yeah, so am I. Uh, and how the show wraps up because it's about time it ends. <laughs> yeah, things need to end, and I like it. I like when things end, like especially when they're not cancelled. Yes, hundred percent. Um, I really thought yeah. you were gonna. I really thought you were gonna use that as a segue to end the podcast. Well, you end the podcast, so fuck. You're the person that closes us out. And uh, unless yeah, there's I... anything else, unless oh my there's God, anything else a... to say, we've been on a break. Okay, I forgot. Um, well, don't forget. Well, everyone, look, that is the end of our bonus episode this month. Like we said, we will be back hopefully the first Tuesday of September. Um, Series 3 will be released. Um, Like we said, it will not be as long as Series 1 and 2, but we're not going to give you any more information than that, probably until Season 3 actually launches. Um, You can keep up to date with all of this stuff on our social media pages. We are two smoker microphones everywhere. That's where we will put updates all about season three, when it's released, if there's any delays, all that kind of stuff. So follow us there. Um, we also have an email address, two smoke microphones podcast at gmail.com. So you can get it's in two, touch. Isn't it just two smoke microphones pod? Two smoke microphones pod at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> fuck it, put both in. Why not? Um, but that's no, the second one. Um, so yeah, so get in touch. Um, we do love to hear from you, it'll be great. Um, we also we 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 have um, a TikTok that we haven't used yet. <laughs> yes, we do. Thank you for reminding me. Um, we um, are... Carry on. You, do you want to say where where it is? I can't remember. I'm having a look now. I'm just hoping nothing plays on my phone because TikTok always just plays something as soon as you open it. I need to switch profiles. Give me a second. I think it's just it's just two smoker microphones. Um, so yeah, you can find us on TikTok, two smoker microphones. We will start to post there when season three pre-launches and launches as well. Um, you can find us on our personal Twitter accounts. So Connor it has two is... followers, and one of them isn't even you. Oh shit! Fair. You don't follow our 
I followed you. I swear I followed you. Well, you didn't follow so. me on Letterboxd today, so... Yeah, no. No, I followed it after the podcast. It's not, yeah, it's not my, It's not mine. It's the podcast. It's ours. Yeah, I know. As I said... This it, is a shared... I'm... This is a shared baby. A sh- uh, shabby. A shabby. <laughs> um, but yeah, where can uh, I find anyway, you? Anyway, yeah, Twitter? personal personal Twitters. What are they, Harry? You say yours. Oh, mine's at Connor Jordan underscore ninety six. Better podcast would have you'd say it for me. <laughs> I mean, if you want, I can I can start saying it if you'd like me to. That's it's up to you. I don't mind. Fair. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Harry Young Edits. There you'll find the link to my blog, the Review Lab org, and I have another podcast called the Review Lab Podcast. Um, that is available on there as well. Episode three oh. was released at the start of the month, so go and, check that um, out. Harry, Harry still needs to have me on at some point. Connor will be on at some point. I can confirm. Um, he just needs to finish watching a certain show. Yeah, it's just taking taking me a while. But Connor will be on, and I'm very excited to have him on. But please go check. Maybe it on out. the f- on maybe on the fourth because that would be very thematically. <laughs> yeah. Appropriate. <laughs> we'll see. Um, what I was going to say is also the pod has a link tree for everything. It does. So you can I find made. that. You, yeah, you can find that on all our kind of um, on two smoking microphone social media pages. So if you go to one, and it, it literally links to everything, including every single thing that the podcast is on. Yes, like the actual podcast itself, which I think is really cool. I didn't know it did that. It's because, but if you go on the link tree itself, it actually shows you everything that the pod is on. Yeah, so you can and you can just play, play it in the link tree. I think. Exactly. How it works. Uh, I can't remember what the link tree is. Though. I think it's two smoking mics. Yeah, but if anything, uh, if you can't find it, go to two smoking microphones on Twitter or Instagram, something like that, and you'll find yeah. it there as well. So you can get that link just there. Um, don't forget, don't forget to tell us your favourite Brad Pitt movies. <laughs> please, there's a reason we ask. So let us know. Get in touch. Tell us. Yeah. Um, and you'll find out why soon enough. Yeah. Um. We're interviewing Brad Pitt now. <laughs> if only, fucking hell. I love um, that when I did those Instagram posts, I ended it with, see Bullet Train in theaters now. <laughs> yeah, I liked that as well. It was very like... It was, like Even we though sponsored. it's like, we're not, promo- we're not actually promoting it. Like, yeah. Just... <laughs> um, but who knows? But yeah, season three is coming. It's closer than ever. We're really excited. Yeah. Um, we're buzzing to get going with it and to show it to you guys. And we hope you're excited as well. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all from me. That's all from Connor. Um, So, um, enjoy your scones.